Hello, and welcome to the Give Light podcast, a journey of trust and healing. My name is Sister Andrew Marie, and I am happy to be back with you. In the last episode, I spoke about how Jesus heals and how the question that comes from deep within me and maybe other people is, but can I trust him? So in this episode, I thought to give an example of trust that has given me a lot of hope, an example of a person who's trusted Jesus in great ways, but also shown me what it is to be human in the midst of trusting in the Lord. And that example is the person of St. Peter. Now, as Catholics, we know St. Peter as one of the Twelve Apostles, the first Pope. We might think of him as as a great example um, of someone who who really knew Jesus, but he might seem hard to relate to because when often when I think of the Twelve Apostles or the people that were alive in Jesus' time, I think they really saw Jesus, you know, physically as a person, right? Like they walked with him, they talked with him, they ate with him. Peter knew Jesus, and not just as a friend, but as a really close friend. He was one of the 12 apostles, yes, but also at times when there's a more intimate group of apostles, there's usually Peter, James, and John with Jesus at key moments. And we know from scripture studies and stuff, like, that's a very close group. They they had experiences that even the rest of the twelve maybe didn't have. You know, they saw Jesus be transfigured on the mountain and things. So I often think for myself, sometimes when I'm having a hard time or maybe Jesus seems far away, I think, well, if Jesus were physically here in front of me as a man, like he was with the apostles, then I would believe, I would trust I wouldn't have all these doubts. But we see in Peter's experiences with Jesus, his experiences give me hope because Jesus was with him and he still quote-unquote messed up at times. We can look at it now and, and think that he messed up or think that I would never do that. But it gives me hope because Peter was with him, was with Jesus, and still had moments of doubt or moments of uncertainty. One of my favorite scripture passages of St. Peter is when Peter walks on the water. I want to read this passage for us now. It's from the Gospel of Matthew and the chapter 14. So it says, During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them, walking on the sea. Now, the disciples had gone out on the boat. This is me paraphrasing the scripture. But the disciples had gone out on the boat, and they were already in the middle of a sea. And it was night, and the, there was a storm going up with wind and everything. So, so the scripture says, During the fourth watch of the night, he came toward them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. At once Jesus spoke to them, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. 
He said, Come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him, and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Now, this passage shows great trust from Peter, and it shows great trust two times. And it shows a part of Peter that also consoles me and gives me hope for myself and for my own journey of trust and healing and journey towards the heart of Jesus. Often when I pray with this passage, I focus on, on Peter sinking. But Peter showed great trust. Imagine, I mean, just put yourself in the scene. You're in a boat in the middle of the sea. It's, the, it's nighttime and there's a storm. And you see a person walking towards you on the water. Now we know that's impossible. <laughs> we know that you can't walk on water. You have to walk on land. So it's a ghost. What is it? How terrifying would that be even now? I mean, there's not many occasions that I'm on a boat, um, especially because right now I live in the middle of the country. So there's not no ocean near me and no lakes near me. But I think of times I've been on a boat and you know that that's impossible. They're all scared. And Peter says, this is an act of trust when Peter says, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Now, that sounds crazy. I mean, but he believes that Jesus is who he says he is, and that it's him. And he has faith that it's the Lord that can walk on the water. And so much faith that he's asking Jesus to have him, have Peter come to him on the water. And then Jesus just says one word. All he says is, come. And with that one word, Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water. This is amazing, right? I think for myself, I would have asked clarifying questions. I would have said, is it really you, Jesus? Are you sure? How do I do this? How do I walk on the water? Um, let me, you know, get this other thing first in case I drown. You know, I, I think I would have a lot of hesitation I don't even know if I would be brave enough or trusting enough to say, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So this is a great act of trust. But then Peter shows his humanity and shows how he can get distracted. And he starts to see what's around him. He starts to see the waves and the wind um, it says he sees how strong the wind was and he begins, he became frightened and he began to sink. And many times in different homilies, I've heard priests say this, priest or deacon will say, you know, when we take our eyes off of Jesus, like Peter did at that moment, we'll get distracted and we'll begin to sink, you know. And it's true. We get distracted, we get caught up in other things. But the second 
Example for me of trust in this passage is what Peter does when he begins to sink. He cries out, Lord, save me, which is another huge act of trust. He's trusting and calling out to Jesus that Jesus will come and save him. And I don't know about you, maybe this is just me, but for me, sometimes when I get distracted and maybe go off in a place I shouldn't go or I'm in some kind of quote-unquote trouble, like not big trouble, but you know, I'm distracted from the Lord and I, I want to try to fix it myself. Maybe because I'm embarrassed, maybe because I think I have to have everything together before I go to Jesus. But I don't think my immediate response often is, Lord, save me, even though I want it to be. I want that to be my immediate response when I begin to sink, when I begin to get distracted by the things that are taking my eyes off of Jesus. I want to be able to say, Jesus, help, help me, and have him help me. So that, that's a huge act of trust as well. Trusting that in his doubt, in his moment of distraction, he trusts again in the Lord. He renews his trust in Jesus and says, Lord, save me. And the scripture tells us, immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him. Immediately. Jesus didn't waste any time. Jesus didn't let him wander for a second, you know, or keep sinking to be scared or something. He didn't. And this is the kind of trust I want to have in the Lord. I, I hope to have the trust to be able to say, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water and to be able to step out of the boat. But more so, I hope to have the trust at this point in my life for times when I get distracted to be able to make a renewed act of trust and hope in the Lord and say, Lord, save me trusting that immediately he will come to me, along with all the angels and saints that desire to come to us too and help us. And these acts of trust that we do, little or big, can give courage to the people that are around us. It says in this scripture passage, after Jesus and Peter got into the boat, the wind died down, and those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, truly you are the Son of God. So, they witnessed everything that had happened, the disciples that were in the boat. And I would imagine that the trust Peter have had in Jesus gave them hope as well and gave them courage to trust Jesus more deeply. So our little acts of trust, our little acts of hope that we make, even if we don't know if people see them or not, that's not the matter, that's not the point. But they do help those around us have trust in Jesus as well. So it's not just for ourselves, it's for those who we're with, living in an act of trust, an act of hope in Jesus. So when we begin to doubt, when I begin to doubt, when I get distracted, I ask St. Peter to help me too. I ask St. Peter to help me have trust in Jesus like he did. And for Jesus to be with me like he was with St. Peter, it gives me an immense amount of hope. So my encouragement to all of us, to myself, to you, to, to anyone at all, is to, to trust like Peter did. And in moments where you get distracted and start to look around and get maybe scared by what's around you or whatever, or start to doubt, 
Pray that we can make the response that St. Peter did and cry out immediately, Lord, save me. And we trust that Jesus will come immediately and catch us. So I'm praying for each of you and know that I pray that each of us might have faith like St. Peter and St. Peter pray for us. God bless you all and have a blessed rest of Lent if you're listening to this in Lent. God bless.